Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. And I'm Len. And I'm Christina. Hey, welcome back, Christina. This is minute 29 of Fright Night. It begins with Jerry emerging and ends with Charlie choking. So yeah, it's, this is the the shot goes on with Jerry stepping out behind him slowly. Charlie analyzes the window and uh, he sighs, and then he starts yawning and he starts leaning his head against his shoulder, covering his neck as if you know somebody's like staring at you. You know that part of your body starts burning. Well, maybe his neck started burning. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's that strange sense that someone's behind him, and he tur- whirls right around and. Jerry grabs him by the neck. And uh, William had a broken leg for this scene, which I'm sure you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never knew about that. And uh, we were talking about how, you know, the scene that he did break his leg in was when he just randomly just running down the stairs to meet Jerry and Judy. And that's where he breaks his leg. It's like not in a huge action scene. It's just coming down the stairs. Yep, I relate. I relate to that amount of clumsiness, though. So I'm like, (laughs) heaven. Thankfully, I've never broken anything. I'm just going to knock yeah. on wood. No? Yeah. Christina, have you broken I've anything? Never, I never have. Oh, maybe we're, like, you know, unbreakable. <laughs> maybe. Oh, my God. I guess so. Maybe we're immortal. We don't know. Whoa. We're still alive. <laughs> right. Like the Stephen Wright joke, I plan to live forever. So far, so good. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've broken my left arm and my left leg. The left leg was silly. I was five years old in Superman pajamas, and I tried to fly. <laughs> like out a window or? No, it was just over the coffee table, and it okay. uh, didn't, didn't work out. Yeah, so Jerry is so strong, he, he stops him with one hand. I just love that. He doesn't even raise the other hand. It's just that the one right hand just bam and just starts choking him. So, you know, you're just like, oh, he's choking him. But, I, you know, this is also so he, he can't really scream. And that's why Jerry starts saying, now we wouldn't want to wake your mother. Now would we, Charlie? Then mm-hmm. I'd have to kill her, too. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, he, he makes that statement and then puts him through the fucking closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I always thought, like, well, you're doing a fine job of shutting up. I don't know what that's about unless he truly did drug her or something, because obviously. <laughs> yeah. And moms have super hearing. Yeah. So. Charlie is so uh, nursed by his mother with the hot cocoa and everything. I can't imagine why there wouldn't be a baby monitor in his room, you know, just in case. <laughs> just in case he needed anything. <laughs> well, Jerry has a plan. I mean, he broke the doorknob on the way out. That might be might be the beast coming out, right? He shows up. He wants to be cool. He wants to talk to Charlie. But then he just sees that kid's face and it's pissing. <laughs> Charlie's got a punchable <laughs> face. Uh. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, maybe he loses it a little bit. Maybe that's what it's all about. <laughs> When they do cut to Charlie while while Jerry's talking to him, like Jerry says the line, then they cut to Charlie's face, and you can actually see Jerry like ending the line again. 
caught this in this before, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, he says then I'd have to kill her too. So is Jerry – was Jerry actually planning to kill Charlie or is this like a big threat? Oh, it's a threat. Yeah. It's a threat because yeah. he immediately gives him an opportunity. He says, right. I'm going to give you the choice I never had right after. So, mm. Yeah, we have this great stunt, Charlie being thrown in the closet. And it's it, something about those kind of closets. I, I wonder if Tom was kind of commenting on you know another famous uh, closet scene, which is uh, Halloween. That's what it reminds me of. So instead of Jamie That's- Lee hiding in the closet from the monster, uh, the monster throws Charlie through the closet. <laughs> Upside down, even. <laughs> which is great, by the way. I mean, and, and he's barely hurt, by the way, which is impressive. He's like, oh, that sucked. And then he just shakes it off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've read this, Christina, but uh, there's this great, uh, I mean, Fangoria did some uh, great uh, behind the scenes stuff uh, back in the day. Uh, in their August 1985 issue, Tom actually gave them full access to the set. So one of the scenes they witnessed was him filming the scene and how, how it works. So, yeah, like you said, he uh, William Ragsdale has a big white cast on <laughs> during this. In this shot where Charlie's on the floor of his closet, they, they realize, oh, crap, his feet are going to show. So costumers Betty Lee Balsam and Mort Schwartz hit upon a solution. They slit Charlie's shoe in several places, slipped it on, over the cast and covered up the portions of the cast gleaming through the slits with a uh, black cloth. I guess if you look really closely, one of his feet is probably bigger. That's interesting. I don't think I, I knew how they solved it. I mean, obviously Ragsdale isn't thrown, but there is that part where he's like struggling and getting back onto his keister and pulling himself together. And you see his feet. Yeah. Interesting. I kind of assume that for the part when uh, Jerry lifts him, that maybe they had a stunt person since his leg was broke, but I, I guess not. Uh, no, oh, I got some more for you. I do want to mention Jerry advances to Charlie in the closet, looking down on Charlie in the closet. And uh, maybe the back of your mind, you're like, this shot looks familiar. <laughs> Didn't I just see this in Judy's room? <laughs> but Fangoria says, um, Charlie's mood in this scene is, according to director Holland, stark balls out terror as the vampire reaches down, seizing his intended victim by the neck and belt. The first take seems all right, but Sarandon grabs Ragsdale's shirt instead of his neck. On the second take, Ragsdale reacts with proper fear, but when cut is called, Sarandon is the one looking startled in pain because Ragsdale accidentally stepped on his foot. (laughs) (laughs) Then they took a third take. Sarandon grabs his prey so violently that he slams his own shoulder into the camera lens. And when they finally get the new take, they move on to the next shot. Again, back to the Jerry advancing to the closet. Now they had to shoot that that shot from Charlie's point of view. Sarandon is kind of uh, off a bit because there's no body there for maybe maybe Ragsdale had to go take a break or something like that. But there's no body there for him to reach down to. So Tom Holland actually sat in that closet for that shot. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Fangoria says he asks if Sarandon would like him to offer resistance to being pulled up. Yes, please, the actor says. Scare me to death, Holland instructs. Sarandon duly gets scary, and Holland is pleased. Really good, Chris. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Some of these old magazines are awesome. So, yeah, he lifts him out of the closet by his neck, and this is the part where uh, William Ragsdale is actually on a furniture dolly. That's why he's mm-hmm. up and being moved around like that. that. That I knew, but the other stuff I didn't. That's cool. You mean, wait a minute. You mean Chris Sarandon isn't that strong? He wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> he's wasn't one handing it everywhere. 
They should hire stronger people to play vampires. <laughs> what the heck? And just hearing of how he almost took that camera out, very unprofessional. <laughs> Chris Sarandon, please come on can the I show. Tell- <laughs> Robin, can I tell you something really cool just now? Please. I just shared with Bill Ragsdale your um, your fan theory, <gasps> and he responded. <laughs> please tell me what he said. Oh, my God. He Unless said, he said, what an idiot. Then you can keep that to yourself. No, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> so, I'll tell you what I said. I said, I just, I'm on a Friday night podcast. The host has a theory. I had to tell you. Dorothy Fielding was in a deleted scene in Jaws with Quint. Quint dies by shark attack. Charlie's dad isn't in a picture. You do the math. And he said... <laughs> Yes, and then Amy shows up with her famous shark mouth. It's all true. Another year or two, and the resemblance will be unmistakable, or maybe just a few months, honestly. (laughs) So he's in. I think he's in. (laughs) Vindicated. (laughs) From Charlie Brewster himself. Uh, (laughs) That is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I am. Fanboying out over here. Okay. I think we ended this uh, episode on a pretty great note. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good. <laughs> I had I had to tell him during the break, and I was hoping he would respond right away. So that's cool. That's awesome. All right. Well, do you want to plug anything before we go, Christina? Just as always, um, check out the Goblin King players on Facebook, and then check out the You're So Cool Brewster, the story of Fright Night documentary as well. All right. Well, I think it's time we put a stake in this one. Please follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Men. Send your feedback to Fright Night Minutes at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Len. I'm Christina. Thanks for listening. Have a fright night, everyone. <laughs> now, does that count as having William Ragsdale on the podcast? He is officially on the podcast by text. He's a vampire. A what? <laughs> You're